0: Hutting over there, clapping ass.
1: And <laughs> when you talk, it, like, totally defeats the purpose to make your heads. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I know it. I just had to say it.
2: God damn it!
0: it.
1: what's in the box the xbox news reviews theories and conspiracies podcast i'm your co-host josh hutton joining me tonight we have the backbeat assassin Kalo.
0: you know i'd be slinging them birds yo ah, All birds <laughs> yeah
1: is that an actual expression that i'm not yet to nope <laughs> oh, <hopefully.
0: laughs> It's slang for bricks of cocaine. Yo, 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 yo. Birds are slang for bricks. I feel like
1: bricks is already the slang. It's Kalo
3: slinging well, birds and licking
1: ice cream. Be, <laughs> ice. Cool, so. <laughs> Man,
0: I've been out here with bricks of bluebell, boy. <laughs> be licking that ice
2: cream.
0: <laughs> That's how hey. I remember so bad they have yeah.
1: sealing those containers. <laughs> yeah, dude. We also have the country music legend who recorded six <laughs> albums about 9 11, Hunter Wrightstone III.
2: Uh, I'm very glad that it's only taken 41 episodes, but we finally mentioned my music career. Uh, and as a, hold on, as a, uh, a first look here. I'm going to re- uh, release today. Coming in the spring oh, is oh, uh, a seventh album that's uh, 9-11 themed, Southern roots and bloody boots, featuring oh, great. <laughs> featuring <laughs> such yeah, hits as "Rattle This Cage Again." (Parentheses) We dare you. Uh, Turbans <laughs> are for nerds. Uh, we have other hits <laughs> such as uh, Kimmy's on the front line, and my personal favorite. Seal Team Sex. So be looking forward to that in March of 2020. <laughs> oh my 2020. god, can I pre order
0: this? Going, they're
2: going, they're going. I'm so triggered right now! <laughs> I can't ah! even... <laughs> Seal Team Sex, I'm, I like that. Oh my god. Hey, uh, that's a fucker <laughs> in the bed of your truck. <laughs> Under the stars and moonlight, I think, type of boundary. baby. Them,
3: baby, they was so brave. Nothing turns me on more. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, y'all. <laughs> uh, oh boy!
1: And <laughs> rounding out the group, we have the Peruvian concert flautist, BB Nix.
0: Still team said
3: In the bed of my truck I knocked that pussy out like they knocked out Bin Laden
0: I'm not a one-pump chump, no, I double tapped it. Well, so was she asleep and she didn't realize what happened? Is that is that what you're looking for? Okay,
3: to? moving on, we've got a bit <laughs> of news for you today. <laughs> yeah, on this episode we'll be discussing totally accurate battle simulator, uh, the alternative to loot boxes in Rocket League. But first
2: a bit of news. Oh, we're speaking about musics, music businesses. <laughs> we're just going to keep rolling here. Uh, well, 10- let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Tencent gets into the music business. Oh well, fucking, uh, of
0: course they did. I saw that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. and it, it's pretty wild. Uh, it's on in, this article's on NPR actually. Just uh, go to the music news on NPR on their website and type in Tencent or some shit, and you'll you'll find it for sure. Uh, it's pretty complicated, so I'll just try to hit some of the highlights because I could spend a long time on this. Is a pretty uh, seemed like a pretty well researched and well written article. But so Tencent holding. Uh, is set to purchase a collective that, and their investors is, are set to purchase collective 10 percent stake in Universal Music, which is a parent company to Capital Records, Blue Note, uh, and Republic, and shit like that. Uh, so that's pretty well the story, but it goes into a lot of other uh, a lot of other details in this article about how a lot of these companies are interwoven. Like uh, the 10 Cent Music, uh, 10 Cent Music Entertainment is like the 10 is their music side of 10 Cent Holding. And they uh, like they own like sixty to seventy percent of like the local Chinese music industry. But like you don't hear a lot of like Chinese uh, music artists for several reasons. One of them is a language barrier. But like K-pop made it out of Korea somehow, right? Uh, but you also it's a very uh, restrictive government. We'll say that. And so there's there's some of that involved too. Is the government pretty well gets to tell you uh, what can and can't get made? So that that's probably part of the reason we don't know a lot of. Huge Chinese artist, which it, it kind of talks about a little bit in this article. Uh, but some of the highlights in here that I thought were interesting was like Spotify, uh, and Tencent Music have an equity swap, they're calling it, where they basically own like 9% of each other's company. Like, I didn't know they're already mixed up mm. in like the Western or like American music business. Uh, I, that I didn't know. Did you guys know that? No, I wouldn't no. I know Tencent know. even no. had a music branch. No, yes, but to be man. fair, uh,
3: I, I don't really know much, so
2: me either, me either. So maybe this is common knowledge on the street. I'm just out here slinging birds. Oh,
0: and licking bricks of
3: blueberry.
2: You're, you're
0: slinging some songs. I got the birds
1: covered.
0: Yeah. <laughs> help to help feel <laughs>
1: Sorry.
3: Oh, Anyways.
0: Lord. Oh, carry oh, on. half uh, cocaine. cocaine. Oh, it's funny enough, speaking of K-pop, oh, dear. that's um, one of the my lines of bricks that I
2: <laughs> purvey. Across your, one of your flavors, your cocaine K-pop. flavors? Yeah. K-pop mm-hmm. flavored? Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh,
1: what do you <clears throat> add to K-pop flavored cocaine? Is it like kimchi? No, mm-hmm. those
0: pop rocks
2: pop rocks. Pop rocks and glitter. Pop rocks and glitter. Yeah. Oh, Don't do man. that. Kids, that sounds like a terrible idea. Don't snort it. It's not glitter. terrible. Uh well. Oh, yeah. No, it's terrible. Yeah.
0: No, K-pop yeah. is what you want, instead of glitter. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh so yeah, so like Sony Music and Warner Music own 4% a piece or like together of Tencent Music. And like Universal Music owns three percent of Spotify, and Sony owns three like four percent of Spotify and shit like that. So like it's a it's a really tangled web of nonsense. So it's not like they haven't been involved mm. in it yet. Uh, yeah. Like they have been. It seems like. But the the main the main the one of the things I thought was most interesting. I'm just gonna read these two short paragraphs uh, straight out of this article because it's a bit complicated. and I can't keep it quite straight in my head. So I'll just start here. It Says what complicates this web even more is that this web of uh, the companies that own each other. So I just, that I just talked about. What com- complicates this web even more is that Tencent Music has the exclusive rights to broker licensing deals for the catalogs of all three major labels—Universal, Warner, and Sony—in China, which effectively gives it oversight of the domestic music market by sublicensing these vast catalogs to its competitors like Alibaba, NetEase, ByteDance, and Baidu. I don't know. Can't say that word. Oh, Baidu. Uh, the veteran. Baidu, yeah, excuse me. Uh-huh. To better understand this situation, imagine a world where Spotify had the exclusive right to distribute all of the major labels catalogs in the US. In this world, if Apple Music or Amazon Music wanted to feature Billie Eilish's catalog on their platforms, they would have to go to Spotify and not Billie's label, which is a universal-owned company, to legally offer their customers their her songs. So, I mean, we don't have stuff like that in America because of like antitrust laws. But it's mm-hmm. so it's it's just a really weird. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Uh and this is a pretty wow. long article. So I'll I'll stop there so I don't bore the shit out of people that really just don't give a fuck. But uh, if you do, it's an interesting article. And that's pretty well uh pretty well some of the highlights. I just thought that last part was interesting where Spotify would call the shots as opposed yeah. to, or Tencent in China would call the shots instead of the individual Labels, record yeah. companies. You know, they're, it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like an effective, uh, effectively a monopoly of sorts. Who does that? Right. so here they come, Tencent coming in hot, and that's not supposed to be settled till like early 2020. Uh, so like, I don't know, sitting here somewhere like February, something like that. So it's not quite, uh, first half of 2020, excuse me, this deal where Tencent alone will mm-hmm. buy 10% of universal music. So coming in hot,
3: <laughs> will own everything. Speaking of coming in hot, Series X coming in hot—the worst name yeah. console of all time—is yeah. gonna gonna announce this little article here from Kotaku. Uh, they they their first party Xbox Series X games um, are not gonna be exclusive for a while. So Microsoft Ooh. says that uh, yeah. for the first what is it year or so. Uh, you're going to be able to play them on your Xbox One, which is a much better name than Series Uh, X.
0: That's right.
3: Yeah, that's all I got. Really, I mean, (laughs) fuck them. Shitty (laughs) console name. Glad we're letting uh, don't have to buy one for a year and a half. I hear you. Yeah. Fuck your Xbox. I give a fuck about your fucking Xbox. That's what I say. But, uh, yeah. This is an Xbox
1: podcast. Thank you, Brooks.
3: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Fuck your, fuck your Xbox Series X. I give a fuck about your Xbox no. Series X. No I so thought Xbox this One.
0: A, keep the Xbox One I, alive is what I say. I thought this was a Tencent podcast since we have been no. working for them. Not yet. Oh, not they, yet.
3: Don't, they don't own us yet, and I don't think we bring in enough uh, uh, revenue streams. But you know, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna keep rice my,
2: cakes. China. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm
3: gonna keep practicing my pan flute, and hopefully, on Hunter's next album, we'll get a solo, and you know, we'll, we'll go platinum <laughs> and.
2: You just gave them you just gave them a little a little snippet cool of yeah. one of your features. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're featured on my new album. Oh, uh, southern go. that's Southern Boots. Right southern Roots Bloody Boots. Available yeah. 2020. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I'm um, I'm wondering here how well these games would play on Xbox One. I mean, is it just gonna like Yeah. Well fuck if I can play uh, if I can play the new generation of games on the Xbox One, how much better is that? Like, they're either going to play really shitty, or <laughs> I'm paying for new hardware that I don't need, right? Well, they're,
3: they're going to be first-party Xbox games, so they were arguably going to be shitty anyways. Um, I don't think there's going to be much, much of an issue, here. You know? I mean, let's um, be honest.
1: I think, I think what will happen, or Bricks derails this completely, is that the... <laughs> Um, it, it'll probably be like scaled in the sense of like PC, right? Like you got a really high-end PC. You can run games over 200 frames per second. But most people are probably running games at, you know, 60 to 120. This would probably allow you to play games in 4K at 60 to 120, something like Halo Infinite. On the one on the Series X, but if you're playing it on the Xbox One, it's probably going to be 1080p and it's probably going to be 30 frames per second. Halo that's what? A...
2: Shit! <laughs> See what you're saying. <laughs> um, what that's what I mean. am
0: I left out of this time?
3: Uh, well, Kyle, um, not knock, knock.
2: Who's
0: there? I'm not going <laughs> to say it.
3: It's a
2: new Halo game. What? To... No way. <laughs> Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I am glad, so I don't have to have one on the launch to play the the release titles, you know. I wonder if it's gonna be all their games or if it's just gonna if like select games will be playable on Xbox One.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's all of the first party. So if it's not Microsoft Studios that's publishing it, so let's say for example, you know, the rumored next Assassin's Creed game is Ragnarok. (laughs) That game is supposed to be a PS5 series X exclusive you would not be able to play that one okay but you would be able to play Halo Infinite on, on your one and then the other games are coming out that Hellblade game and further the other stuff that's still uh, to come out early but.
3: so I do want to drop this quote from the article um, not that it offers anything we haven't said already but just because the guy's name is Matt Booty. Um, you, sure. So, <laughs> as our content comes out over the next year, two years, all of our games, sort of like PC, will play up and down that family of devices. Booty told the site, "We want to make sure that if someone invests in Xbox with me now <laughs> in Series X, that they feel that they made a good investment and that we're committed to them with content." Um, so, yeah, you got it right there from the booty, straight from the source, the best source
2: of ass.
1: Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Well, speaking of ass, Kyle, why don't you tell us about some upcoming changes to Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Oh, yeah. that's a segue. <clears throat> it's not uh,
0: a better shipment, but it's a 3v3 and gunfight, more loadouts, and soon-to-be gunfight tournaments. Ooh. Nice. Yes. <clears throat>
1: I'm excited about this. I think 3v3
0: and gunfight would be really cool. I agree. (laughs) Yeah, the gunfight's a blast, man. That's a good team, numbers three.
1: Yeah. And then I I think the... I think we've all, at one point or another, wished for more loadouts, so I'm glad that's finally coming. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Something I saw in the article that was really interesting is they they say there's now a public Trello board for Warfare's post-launch support, so I thought that was really cool. I feel like more uh, games slash developers should do something like that.
1: Yeah, so I, mean, I don't know if you guys. If I don't know if you guys
0: used it. It's a it's a pretty good little app.
1: Yeah, that that's oh. just like kind of like a collaborative and like software, right? Like a yeah, like a Teams would board.
0: use it for communication, testing.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Hell yeah! Well, good for them. We uh we hopped into Call of Duty. Uh, and play the new, sh- well, new to this game, Shipment Map, mm-hmm. uh, with friend of the show, Buddy. Hunter and I did it one evening. Kyle and I did it a different evening. Um, and Briggs, we played it as well. Um, what did you guys think of, of Shipment coming back to the game as originally in Modern Warfare 2?
2: I think it is... I think on Team Deathmatch, it's fun. I think it would continue to be fun. I think the... Objective types like domination and Hardpoint and headquarters are a novelty. Like it's like a gag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like it's it's just, it's such a shit show that it, it's completely random. It seems like I think uh, I think they're fun, but yeah, you're right. It's, <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's the
2: objective. The objective game types are fun on that map for a round. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But then after that it's like it seems so random as far as who's spawning and where and whether you can capture the point or not like there's no there's no strategy involved in that in the objectives on that game on that map you know what i'm saying uh but it, i mean it's fun I, I would play the tdm if they just if you could just play it on tdm i wouldn't mind playing it for, yeah
3: absolutely because he, here here's the issue two things real quick sorry to interrupt you hunter but huh. i, I, I got to get this off my chest you know uh one it's great to spawn and fucking die instantly um, it's even greater to kill people as they spawn right in front of you when you're in a corner. Indeed. Um, and then number two, <laughs> yep. I literally watched a guy on Reddit the other night, get 600 kills on shipment on, uh, it was a game of Dom and obviously he had a whole squad, but he was standing in the back corner and he would get his kills and he would get his uh, juggernaut suit and he would literally just sit there and go left, right, middle, left, right, middle. He was stand in one spot and he was making sure that his team didn't cap the point. And then when the other team got close to cap and they clear it. So the game went on forever and he just fucking sat there and he would get a juggernaut. Once he was out of it, he'd get another juggernaut. And he would just, I, it's just, oh, it's fucking dumb. Um, but you know, I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, I mean, I get it, I guess. It's fun uh, for
2: a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah, but shit, I had fun every match. But anyways, I think there's like one or two that crap. But I mean, for
2: those, how how big is that map really? Like in the game, what is it, forty by forty meters? I mean, it's Probably. it's fucking tiny. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could shoot across that map with any firearm in the game, no problem. Like no problem. Uh, so I mean, it, it's that small. If you're not familiar, I mean, I enjoy it. Okay, yeah. but I, I I can't stay in that shipment playlist for mm-hmm. very long.
1: I, I'm with you, Hunter. Like, I, I I've had some fun rounds and stuff, but like, I mean, we were talking about last night a round where I died like seventy fucking times. It's just like, he's getting I mean, you got times. 80 it kills, doesn't, it doesn't matter, right. you know. But like, yeah, at the same point, like, it doesn't matter. It's not fun right. to die that many times. And if you want to avoid that, then you have to like just hunker down in a corner and not play objective. If you get thrown into an objective mode, if you're worried about your KD or something, and that's not particularly fun either. I will it that at least plays that. different I mean it, it <laughs> plays different
2: than any other map I mean that changes the sure. game because the map's so small so I mean it is a nice change of pace uh, compared to some of their monstrous maps you know what I'm saying so I mean it's nice I mean I think it has its place in there but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be hanging around on that playlist for just that map for very long
1: yeah. I would say it's like a good thing to utilize if they have like a double weapons xP or something and you're trying to yeah, yeah. It, like that's
2: Man. Yeah, Buddy maxed That's out his true. maxed out like two or three guns on that map in a night. <laughs> Do yeah. you know oh. what i When it was on one of those double XP weekends. Because uh, you can get 50, 60 kills in a game, no problem. Like, no fucking mm. problem.
1: We'll ramble on here. Um, so, Game Pass, there was a. There's a picture um, of Matt
2: Booty right there. It's, it's Matt oh, Booty, beautiful.
1: guys. Matt <laughs> Booty's very popular. So, he was talking about Game Pass and and was kind of fielding the question. In regards to Game Pass being this place where installments of games that, that might be a bit older can come to it as as a way to kind of rejuvenate or, or get a player base again or something like that. And he was saying that it's not meant just for games that what you might see is like the end of their life cycle or something. It's for games at any point in their life cycle. And particularly he was talking about how games in game preview or, or games that wouldn't really have the ability to market themselves, wouldn't have those marketing dollars, wouldn't have a big, you know, corporate company backing them. Um, these small indie studios, it becomes this great way to build interest. And in, and in if they're in game preview or something, it's a way to bring in money while they're continuing to work on the game. And um, he saw it as kind of this ultimate form of game as service, because now it's like you don't have to worry about oh, are we constantly updating our game? Are we constantly adding microtransactions or a battle pass or blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. It's Now you have a player base that's going to check you out, that's there, that are subscribers to this program, and it kind of takes away some of the stress for developers and also gives them kind of a boost and stuff like that. So I, I just thought it was an interesting article to talk about the the whole process of and benefit to different studios for that. Because, I mean, at, at this point, Game Pass... Has everything from a game we're going to discuss tonight, which is in game preview, um, totally accurate battle simulator, to Grand Theft Auto V, probably the most well-established game of this you know console cycle. So it, it covers that wonder, whole spectrum.
2: I was thinking about this the other day. I want to forgive me. I'm sorry. I won't yeah. delve into it too far. But I wonder how well a game like The Culling would have done if it came out now and not two or three yeah. years ago. You know, like if it came out now on Game Pass in game preview where it's a little bit more a little bit well more well established uh how much better it would have done you know so i mean i think that i think it's i think it's a good idea i mean i think it's great i think it'll i think it'll a lot of games that would have gone under the radar and not gotten their due that can right. go to game pass and get the recognition that the game warrants you know yeah
1: and they'll receive, you know, I don't really know. I'm sure that's a case-by-case basis on what, what they receive from Microsoft to be featured on Game Pass. Sure. But, like, for the culling, for instance, you know, their their desperation play was, okay, we've got to go free-to-play now. And they ended up getting a pretty decent player base on Xbox, more so yeah. than on PC, but they weren't making enough money off of, you know, like the cosmetic aspect that they put in into- right. Um, but they'd already fucked they themselves three about times
2: that. before they'd got to that point. Like, I wonder Absolutely. if it would have been released right now, initially on Game Pass. You know how much, how much better it could have been. You know, yeah. I'll never let it go. Not very. Cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is like a heartbreaking example of a very of a game with such potential just totally getting squandered by just mm-hmm. this management anyway, we'll ramble on here. I want to talk a little bit about, you know, in this podcast, we've, we've discussed microtransactions and how games are monetized a lot. And we were playing Rocket League last night, and I think we took maybe a little closer look at the, the Blueprint system than we had in a while. So the Blueprint system replaced just the random loot crates that would drop in the game. You'd have to buy keys. Keys were a dollar uh, per usage. $1.99. Oh, PG, is that right? Five ninety nine for
0: five keys. Oh, okay. And then nineteen ninety nine for, I think there was some more of them. Don't, I don't, what happens
2: if you bought 200 at once, uh, Kyle? Yeah, what, what happens that, when you do that? If, do you if do I you recall, that's,
0: yeah, you get a bunch of notifications <laughs> popping up. And you start sweating a little bit. <laughs> <That's> what happens? <laughs> <laughs> So at that point, it was
1: it was, it was was random, right? You're playing against the odds here, which were never particularly good, but it wasn't a huge financial investment for you to roll the dice. But with all the criticism from loot boxes and gaming, they decided, okay, we'll switch to where it's a blueprint system. So you'll play a few matches or whatever, and a blueprint will drop for an item. And if you want that item, you can go spend real money to purchase it.
2: And- Unbelievably expensive. It is yes. unreal. Yeah, I got This change I had, comes like, after and- Epic,
1: yeah. Came in and, and bought Sionics.
2: Right. I got like a legendary or an Epic class blueprint for a decal. It was like a like the decal moved. like I had graphics that uh, that moved along the car paint. It was like it would have been like $18 for that one that <laughs> yeah. one graphic That's for a ridiculous. car. I would have been able to put it on any car, but still, it was like 2,000 credits. And, like, 1,100 credits is, what, $10? And you can get 3,000 credits for, like, $25. So I would had to spend $25 and had some change left over. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it would have been, like, $15 to $18, depending on which credit pack you bought or whatever. It was unbelievable. I was so shocked at oh, how yeah. expensive it was. Because I didn't buy a lot of a lot of keys anyways. I don't put a lot of extra money uh, into these games on the loot box systems and stuff anyway. So that was the first time I'd, <laughs> I'd really looked at it on my system as to what it would, you know, the actual translation of value of real world, real world currency to value in a game. And mm-hmm. I was, I was pretty astonished by how expensive it was. Yeah.
1: Cause it's like on the low end, it's like $5, but that stuff is fucking Still. terrible. It's like, yeah. stuff you wouldn't ever want. And, and, and so most of the stuff is between 15 to 20 of the items that, that would be enticing to most players. And that's, that's just so wild to me. I mean,
2: Spent thirty on the game. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. See, as someone who spent probably fifty plus dollars on keys, <laughs> I yeah, the first time I saw the price for all the credits, I said nope, backed right mm-hmm. out. So, if anything, they've shot themselves in the foot with this.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because I would buy keys from time to time, and I, I'm mm-hmm. with you. Like I have not been tempted at
2: all. Yeah, like, oh, what to the, the hell? I'm
1: give up a
0: whirl.
2: Yeah. I wonder if this is gonna go back to loot crate system at some point in like a year or two. i I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. About. I was or thinking about it of... after we were dealing with that, that night, after yeah. we, were, we were all taking a look at the numbers, I wonder if they're going to go back to loot crate system and try to figure out a way to market it as not as gambling. Uh, yeah.
0: I don't know about crates. They'll, they'll probably try to come up with something. I don't think they'd backtrack to that. But don't think so. No, I think they'd try to have some new system. that's not look too, too silly. Backtrack into yeah. crates but,
2: yeah well i mean you I
1: can charge if, if you do the crate deal it needs to do like apex here are the odds here are the percentages. yeah no,
0: exactly and then
1: here is a bad luck protection mechanic where if you yes. buy 10 of these you're guaranteed to get a top tier item i agree uh, that system does not bother me you know the odds mm-hmm. you know what you're dealing with and
3: i mean that's what deserve- Kyle. Kyle does with his K-pop. I mean, you yeah. buy you buy ten bad crates worth, and you get one on him. Yeah, I have it to all, you get one of them mm-hmm.
0: birds, Jack. Exactly, you get yeah. a bird, put a bird on it. That's <laughs> right. Two I, birds. with I really don't think that's a term. I really, really <laughs> it don't is. Mean. It is Urban Dictionary <laughs> right now. I'll throw five down. Okay, okay. Down. All right, all right, all right.
1: Urban Dictionary.
0: <laughs> I
3: don't have safe search ons. <laughs> everybody pause. Everybody pause. Rewind
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, we the podcast five minutes. Yeah, you'll have yeah, to go down want, to like we six. want to play five minutes.
0: Uh, the first couple are from the UK about dudes calling ladies birds. Oh. Yeah. So that's amazing. As far usage. as
2: like the loot crates and stuff while we're searching for this, like you can charge twenty dollars for a skin and a few people will buy. It. I mean, it's it's the market mm-hmm. dynamic, right? You can charge oh, yeah. five dollars for them and sell a shitload of them, uh, or charge you know, make them real expensive and sell fewer, but it's probably all comes out in the wash. But like I still wouldn't Maybe. pay five dollars for that deal. But if you if the top tier ones were five yeah. or six dollars, I might pay. Two or three dollars for some middle tier ones that are really good. Some of their some of their cosmetics on Rocket League are really cool. You know what I'm saying? Some of the tires and some of the effects on the paint and stuff like that. And I might do that because I I mean I say Mm -hmm. I never do the loot boxes, but I've probably spent five to ten dollars on the loot box. And I bought the rocket passes and stuff like that. But like on the keys, I've spent probably ten dollars or so, which is not much, granted, but like that's more than they're gonna get off of me off these blueprints, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Kyle. I'm looking at this and it says, birds are a myth made by the government to spy on us with drones. (laughs) Well,
3: yeah, especially pigeons. Yeah. Fucking shut up.
1: There's birds over there. So they're drones. They're in the fucking trees, man. Number five on Urban Dictionary. A large uh, amount,
2: uh, usually a brick or cake of cocaine. Also, see Keys, the rapper, Birdman, flipping Mm -hmm. birds on these corners. Exactly. Vindication.
1: Now we've got an Urban Dictionary cake, because I don't think that's a real term either. <laughs>
2: oh, shit. That's you might put dangerous. your safe search
0: on on that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no. That's not nice. That's This is a Christian Minecraft server. Oh yeah. Somebody tell That's me right, about right. accurate, totally accurate battle simulator. We're gonna go in a fucking hole here. We're gonna have to yeah, start yeah, new, another okay, one. I've, I've, I've just urban dictionary about seven different words yeah. No, we're gonna have to start an urban dictionary review podcast. Yeah. And we you already have you. one for strip clubs. God damn it. Hey, <laughs> God damn it. What uh,
3: software do you guys use to, to do your, to do your taxes? Clear their tax.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? It's like not loading at all.
1: Why are you doing your taxes
0: right now? Yeah, <laughs> you don't even have a W two yet, probably. Bitch, I got a W two. Well, from the mail. <laughs> oh no, I get that shit digitally, son. <laughs> oh well, digital then. <laughs> I yes. this is the big this boy. We live in a
3: digital age, motherfucker. Now you probably don't have a digital W two for out there flipping all them birds, you know. I was
0: about to say, you know, the, the real <laughs> yes. entrepreneurs go under the radar. <laughs> yeah, that's a cash surprise. audited. Yeah, I also, use those Bitcoins, so I skipped Yeah, That's what I was about to that. say. How do I how do I how do I claim Bitcoins on here?
3: Well you, you don't claim want to use bitcoins because they're not
0: private, but there's some private cryptos you might want to start using.
3: Well no, I don't have any bitcoins, but I just want to claim
2: I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say to the federal government that I have nothing to do with any of these and don't, I don't. audit me. I have nothing <laughs> I don't, to do with any of it. Hand to God I don't know how taxes work. You know what the tallest well, point I in Oklahoma is.
3: Thanks you, uh, school.
0: You bend ah. over with every paycheck, and they take. All right, out so
2: 70 percent. Then the 30 percent.
0: <laughs> they shove up your ear and say, "There you go. Thanks for the hard work." Yeah. <laughs>
2: Come again. You guys better stop. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll go off on taxes, and then we're gonna have a <laughs> fuck the government podcast. That you're gonna have to do too. And I'm not running it. One of you guys is gonna have to run it. And I'm just gonna get on here and rant. You so can hear not, about taxes. I'm, I'm not, not editing all these these cages. <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh, fuck man yeah. okay
1: this this podcast is really falling apart we've got brooks doing his taxes kyle's fucking doing his daily spin on gta i oh, yeah, am here. yeah 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 mc this, business yo god. <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'm just gonna have to dress sluttier or something and describe what i'm wearing to keep you enticed the whole time yeah like what are you I'm just what boring. are you wearing Oh, yeah. what am I wearing? Little fashion show. I'm wearing um, the deepest v neck I own. Yeah. V to the D. No button, I, v to <laughs> v- the D, baby. V to the D. It's got, it's got uh, four buttons. I mean, there's a lot of buttons for v neck, and they are all undone. How much um, chest
0: hair is showing? I think that's the real purpose behind the v neck. love it.
1: Yeah, yeah right? uh, uh, quite a well, gnarly
0: amount.
2: Not Mr. everybody's Hinst got a Stone bunch of third. chest hair. Some people Tell just me. have islands. How many rhinestones you are you
0: bearing? <laughs> hey, rhinestones. Yeah, there we go. Get into
2: the real question. Got them rhinestone jeans, bro?
1: Um, I'm wearing um, mesh shorts at the moment. <laughs> I took my rhinestone <laughs> jeans off before the podcast. You know, wanted to be comfortable. <laughs> I like to be cozy and current, you know? Well, real diamond,
0: current. Real diamond in the muff over here. So, uh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, totally accurate battle simulator. <laughs> this game that I played, um, this is in game preview, and it is on the Game Pass. And it is a game that has a sandbox and a campaign mode. And in both of these experiences, you are putting troops on a battlefield. And you can kind of position them wherever you want on, on your side. And in the campaign mode, you have kind of a set number like of points that you can use, and you can assign them to different types of troops, uh, you know, your, your kind of basic infantry type troops are, don't cost that many points, but you can get some really wacky, crazy shit that costs a lot. So you kind of have to balance the risk and reward of, of going for some of these more powerful combatants on the field, which may mean you take a hit on just your overall numbers of, of troops on the field. Um, And so I I think the campaign is pretty fun. It's pretty solid to hop into the different scenarios it presents and play through that. It's really simple. It's not like it has a story mode or anything like that. It's just different scenarios that you go through, kind of like if you're playing certain scenarios on Civilization or something like that. Um, And then the uh, sandbox mode allows you to just kind of have essentially an unlimited number of points for both sides, and you control what the troops are for both sides, and you can just kind of play out these wacky scenarios. Like you could dump a ton of mammoths on one side and then just have a bunch of halflings or tinks. They're called halflings in this game, but we all know that they're
2: tinks. <laughs> we and, all know what you can, mean. Yeah. So you could just yeah. put like, you know, three hundred
1: tinks on one side and like nine mammoths on the other, and then just start the battle and see what happens, kind of thing. Um and you can zoom in you can change the camera angles and you can take over a troop and then bounce out and switch to a different troop or something like that if you want to get hands on Uh, in the fight the controls in that front are really simple You, you basically are hitting one or two buttons and and just kind of rolling with it as far as the different types of characters it's broken into several different eras of combat so there's like cavemen or early man type figures there are farmers there's medieval knights kings stuff like that ancient greece uh with your hoplites and all that kind of stuff vikings samurai pirates Ooh, cool. spooky shit We're gonna be skeletons and pirates all kinds of, you can get like the grim reaper and all kinds of wacky stuff um the art style in the game is kind of a claymation deal it's very fun they make like little cutesy sci- uh, sound effects as they're battling and stuff. It's a very lighthearted, whimsical game. Um, and and it's, it is fun to like build these scenarios up and see what happens. It's fun to watch it play out. The only thing that's kind of hampering the experience right now is just the performance on the Xbox. Um, it performs a hell of a lot better on PC, um, where it's also available, but on the Xbox, it has just crippling fucking frame rate issues, and you do not have to have that many troops on the field for that to happen.
2: Yeah. Um, really? Because I figured it would have frame rate issues, sad. but like, it sucks that the troop count can be low. And yeah, have yeah. You, probably even with just
1: like twenty or thirty, you're going to have really severe frame rate issues. Get the fuck out! Yeah, and so it'll and the frames. Not only do they dip to next to no frames per second, where it just kind of becomes a, a PowerPoint presentation, but also. It has that motion blur effect that we've talked about in several games that are trying to mask the fact that there's a frame rate issue. And that just makes you look feel sick a lot of times. It's just like yeah. good oh, God, God. That's <laughs> way too much. Um and so again, this is in game preview, and we've discussed that several times on this show, is like, man, when's the right time to put your game in game preview? Because you only get one first impression with with players, and and game previews always a bit of a gamble. And, and this is one that feels like they put it on, on Xbox too soon. Conceptually, I think it's a great game. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's one you can do some really silly stuff. You're hanging out with a friend or something. Kids, and enjoy it, yeah. but but it's in its current state, it's not one I would play for very long. Um, and then the the game has a really nice like an, an, an over the top physics engine in play that kind of creates these really interesting moments in the fight of you know different troops tripping on each other falling off of stuff and it's just kind of slapstick but the the issue with with that is sometimes somebody will like fall onto a lower ledge or something and they aren't dead but they can't get up (laughs) Um, oh boy and then the enemy Combatants will try to get to him, and then they just all start falling off the map. So sometimes the team wins just because he fell into this kind of state, and the whole enemy team just dives, jumping off a cliff. So um, there are some situations like that where the the physics kind of backfire and and create some uh, unique situations. But but all in all, I, I think it's 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 a it's a fun visit it's one I keep an eye on if it gets a hefty update where they iron out some of those frame rate issues I, I think it's one that would would be a good time to, to hang out in.
2: I've seen there's been some battle simulators like this um in the past like on pc and stuff but uh the, they're they're always fun they're always kind of silly they're one of those that they don't keep my attention for long stretches of time but like I mean I mean I remember back Years ago, they were just flash games that were similar to this, and you could go in and kill 15 or 20 minutes just dicking around. You know, like you said, if you were just chatting, waiting for your party to get to a spot where you could all link up and play whatever game you're going to play, it'd be one, it'd, it'd be a fun one to just dick around on for a few minutes. Yeah, and
1: I, I think it's good to like see this type of game finally on console. That alone is, yeah. is nice because that's an experience that hasn't been on Xbox. But yeah, it, it's, it's a decent game. I, I think that that is probably a wrap on the episode, boyos. Um, Bruce, you want to you send this off as, as we wrap yeah. every episode by telling the good folks at home what's in the box?
3: Well, hey there, boxers. It's Peruvian concert flatus BB Nix, and today I'm unveiling Kyle Sandin's new line of Bird. That's right, the K pop glitter laid cocaine is now available for your purchase are you tired of the mundane are you tired of your original boring pan flute solos we'll spice it up with a little korean k-pop in your life get it now for only 14 bitcoins does not
0: does not include glitter
3: kyle's k-pop glitter cocaine a company is supported and purchased by tencent tencent we'll sell you whatever the fuck you want
0: especially <laughs> wario shaped ecstasy
3: uh, <laughs> you know,
1: real. Uh, all right, of right, our right, lawsuit right. baiting on Randy Pitchford is going to go nowhere, and we're going to get fucking destroyed by Tencent,
3: is what's <laughs> going to happen. God <I'm> willing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, I'd be happy if Tencent bought us out if well, they well, no, just well, fucking get TurboTax to load. We'll <laughs> probably
0: be contacted by Tencent shadow company because, right, we like these ideas. Let's oh, roll yeah. on the street here. Come on.
2: <laughs> tell me more about these birds please <laughs> how do I, tell me how Tencent Holdings can get into the bird game
0: <laughs> the Chinese emperor is very
1: interested just to make sure we're on the same page I need you to see the fifth definition on the dictionary <laughs> we are not trafficking women Tencent might
2: great. be, we can't possibly know <laughs> that but they might not be yeah can't prove be? or
3: disapprove. <laughs> Isn't bird also like a Canadian slang term for your penis? Mm hmm. Not like now. specifically yours. But
2: sure, like why not? Let's add it to the Specifically mine, I think. Yes. No, no, no. Specifically, <laughs> yeah, it is Josh's
0: penis. Oh, man.